0: Hello, I'm Sasha O'Connell, and I'm thrilled to welcome you to Mission Is Possible, a series of audio episodes where we will break down and dig in to the management issues of particular relevance to the national security community. This is a joint project between GuideHouse and the School of Public Affairs at American University. We are pleased to have you join us. In this episode, we're going to talk about data management strategies to improve service to customers in the national security sector. As you will hear, we hosted a live discussion on this topic at American University, where leaders from FEMA, Google, CISA, and USCIS engaged with the audience on these important topics. Following the discussion, I had the opportunity to sit down with the panelists, and the content from those discussions is captured here as well. To kick off the conversation, we hear from Jeremiah Alvarez, who is a Managing Director at GuideHouse and who served as moderator for this session. Jeremiah, thanks again so much for facilitating today. That was such a great session. Could you, for our listening audience, kind of summarize what came out of our panelists today? There were so many interesting topics.
1: Yeah, I, I think it was a great discussion today on the panel. And I think a couple takeaways for me, I think first and foremost, data is, is a strategic asset, right? And it should be talked about like that, and it should be referenced like that. And really, everyone should operate with that kind of mindset, both within the CDO and outside the CDO, across the enterprise, right? Really acknowledging the importance, strategically, of data, especially when it comes to serving your customers. Secondly, I think having an obsession for the end customer, right? So as you set up new CDO organizations, as you make new investments in technology to support your data management organization, as you hire more people to help you execute the mission around data management, really finding ways to sort of explain the why constantly. And hopefully the why is leading to that benefit on the end customer. So obsession with the end customer. Third, finding quick wins, right? Showing value up front as you are interacting with leadership and stakeholders, as you are seeking new investments. That becomes really critical, right? People need to see that the investments are reaping benefits for their own immediate sort of part of the organization, but overall for the enterprise and ultimately for the customers everyone serves. Another highlight that came out was that data management organizations need to partner better and more, and that's critical to making them successful. You know, a lot of these government agencies house a lot of good data that can help make better decisions and improve service to customers. But there's also a lot of other data out in the communities that they serve. So how can they better utilize that data and really find ways to enhance that data and then share it back out with their partners, right? What a beautiful partnership. What a great way to show to be a true partner back to organizations that may help by providing data to them as partners. And finally, the most interesting thing that came out during the discussion was the idea that you start with change management and communications, right? That is so critical to the success of a CDO organization or any data analytics function, right? Sometimes we think that it's all about having the right data and having clean data and having a lot of data and having data analytics. People that have been doing data analytics for their entire lives, but Sometimes it's important to ensure that you're able to, one, communicate with the organization, what you're doing, what you're analyzing, and two, that you can change the organization as you execute your role as a CDO or a CDO organization.
0: I found it very interesting that out of this panel on utilizing data for stakeholder and customer service, this theme around change management and communication came out again. Actually, all the topics we've done so far, whether it was branding and marketing in the context of federal law enforcement recruiting or measuring mission impact and explaining performance metrics, this theme of storytelling and communications have all come out and it did again today in the context of data management. So really interesting to me as well. In your experience, how do you go about handling that communication and change management piece?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think in terms of change management, I think historically change management has been discussed mm-hmm. as a as change with what I would call a small C, mm-hmm. which is, you know, kind of project level change management and communications. I think what we're talking about here when it comes to CDO organizations and analytics shops is, is change management with a big C, Right. C and a big M. And what we mean by that is, is really, it becomes in itself an enterprise-wide function that supports the broader enterprise function, right of data analytics. And so the whole idea is that you want to ensure that your foundation for your CD organization is set up in a way that embeds change management and communications as part of the way you do business.
0: Thank you so much. I would like to introduce Preston Wunst into this conversation. Preston, if you wouldn't mind telling the audience about your background a bit.
2: I'm the Chief Data Officer for the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency.
0: Thanks so much. Curious your thoughts on the role communication plays in the context of creating data strategies that really enhance the customer experience.
2: You know, I think that communication is so important, especially at the leadership level. I think having an acknowledgement that for the data organizations, understanding that no matter how many terabytes of data we're collecting every day, the data is still messy, it is not easy, it takes a lot of work, it can be very overwhelming to the folks who are dealing with the data day to day. And having that understanding at that kind of senior level is really important, that more than not, you're not going to get a clean answer. You're not going to get the answer as fast as you want it. And you have to kind of understand the parameters of the results you're getting, what kind of the range of values might be, and then what you can do with it. And I think part of that is also really being explicit to the data folks about what is your end result? What are you looking to understand? What are you looking to get to help them then in turn go interrogate and exploit the data to get you there? You know, if you come in and say, you know, if you're not as able to get what you're looking for across, the data folks don't know what to do. So they're going to slice and dice the data in ways to return you values That you maybe weren't looking for. You're going to take that number and run with it, and it's not the right thing.
0: A couple follow-up questions for you. As you guys all framed in the panel, it really comes down to kind of this bridge between the data organizations inside departments and agencies, and then how that translates to user experience for stakeholders and customers. For those data organizations, obviously you run one now. What do you think are those most important skills, both for folks in terms of who you're looking for to come work for you in your organization, and then as a leader, what do you think, you know, what have you learned about what's most important, what's needed, and what would you recommend for other leaders and future leaders to be working on to be successful in these roles?
2: In a lot of ways, you know, for folks coming in, it's always good to have a a technical background. It doesn't have to be super deep in a lot of ways. You know, folks who understand some of the higher level languages, like, the Pythons and the sequels of the world and know some of those frameworks and APIs, that's always a great place to start. The technology changes so quick, I think a lot of it is, is more being nimble and able to adjust and learn. You don't need a 30-year expert in particular language because the technologies change, the platforms change. So really, for me, a key part of it, and I've grown in my career especially, is understanding how important just like people who have good analysis skills and are creative and are really good communicators.
0: Thank you. To expand on that a little, I wanted to bring in Quinn. Quinn, would you mind introducing yourself first? Then I want to talk a bit about what sort of skills you look for in workers in your area.
3: My name is Quinn Chazen. I lead customer analytics for Google Cloud's public sector team, basically meaning that I focus on big data analytics and especially the connection between the digital ecosystem into mission-critical big data platforms.
0: What do you see in terms of folks who are interested in being successful in that kind of organization? What are those skills that people need to bring yeah. to that? Who are, what's that right mix so that you can really be most effective in that kind of organization in the government?
3: Yeah, especially, you know, when you're speaking about it, especially within a government organization, I do think there is a technical and also sort of a bureaucratic skill set that you would need to bring, right? The good news is, you know, as we're doing data connectivity across different organizations, a lot of the the skill set that you need is, is almost becoming easier or up leveling in a way. So I kind of talked about in the room where you know you might previously need to have like a really intense data science degree or PhD to be able to execute effectively on some of these larger projects. Now, you know, Simple SQL, having a familiar APIs, having a familiarity with just working with real time data and just the nuances that brings versus working with larger static data sets. Like these are definitely where the winds are blowing for sure. That said, it's still a very, I would say, you know, if you're looking ecosystem-wide in the government, I don't want to say immature, but you know, not, not a fully developed ecosystem. And really what that means is the softer skills around being able to understand quickly the components of different organizations and what they're working with and what they care about bureaucratically and where they are is really an important thing to be able to do the partnership work that is really at the core of, in a roundabout way, really at the core of a lot of
0: data-focused enterprises. It's interesting from my perspective, non-technical background, right? To hear that need for a balance between technical skills and non-technical skills. Do you think it's the same? I know you deal with leaders of those organizations too. Do you think from a leadership perspective, running an organization like that in the government, is it that same balance? What's your experience in terms of who's most effective?
3: Yeah, it definitely, of course, would lean a little bit more on the interpersonal skills as you go up in an organization to a leadership level. But, you know, that said, I do think the ecosystem shift has changed that role too in a deep way, right? You know, if you think about 20 years ago, if you want to make an executive decision on a new policy area, the first thing you need to do would be to draft a team and put together a place to collect data. And then the data tells you what to do. And then it's a fairly easy decision as a senior leadership to... I guess, if you're a seasoned veteran, to kind of go through the motions of affecting what that data tells you. And I think it's a good frame now versus other times in history because of the data sharing, the axes of data sharing, giving you more information you didn't have before, the systems you're using producing more data you didn't have before, and your organization starting new initiatives that produces data you didn't have before. And so I think in literally every project I do, I I do start from that reframe. Even if it's only like a 30-minute exercise, it's really helpful for me to level set on on where we can go and what we can accomplish.
0: Turning back to Preston, if I may, for those folks listening who are mission managers or other non-technical customers of the CTO office in their organization, what do they need to know to be more helpful to partners and to help get the organization where everyone wants it to go?
2: I think some of that comes down to understanding, and this probably comes down to a little bit on the governance side of understanding, okay, if I'm at a mission manager level and I'm I'm running a project or a program and I'm trying to use these different data sets, understanding why do I have that data? Where was it collected? Was it collected for a different purpose? What purpose am I going to use it for? I think that helps them understand, put together what they can do with it. So I think that understanding that governance, understanding kind of the lineage and provenance of data where it comes from is very helpful that lets you know what you can do with What are the boundaries of what you can do with that data? Because really, in a lot of cases, it's not just the one data set. It's putting together three or four or five in a unique way that no one hopefully has thought of to bring additional value to both the agency mission, which then, in turn, brings value out to our stakeholders. You know, and, and for us in CISA, it's usually not the individual citizens, like it is for other parts of DHS. It's for us, it's, it's a little bit broader, of like departments, and agencies, state and local governments. Especially looking now with folks who are running the elections infrastructure at the state and local level, for us, it's a lot of critical infrastructure owners and operators. How do we get this? How do we bring value to people who are are trying to, you know, reduce their risk and increase their resilience? And how can we bring them something unique that? only really DHS can bring based on where we sit.
0: Excellent thoughts. Thank you, Preston. And on that note, I'd like to thank all of our panelists today for their time talking with us and sharing their thoughts and insights into this really important topic of data management strategies to improve service to customers. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Mission is Possible. To find out more information on the GuideHouse American University Mission is Possible series, please visit us at GuideHouse.com.